in public, they don't have any interaction at all. Like, no one even knows that they're friends, even at school. So it was kind of interesting to hear that she was pregnant for him. Because I was like, what? And I keep listening to it. It's just really good. Check it out. It's called With You. I feel like it's going to be my song of the year on Spotify at the end of the year. Because <laughs> of how many times I've replayed it. Which I was so confused. I was just like, she better have a valid reason for everything that she did to him. And even like towards the end, I think I kind of just brushed it off. Because I don't think he got the apology that he deserved. But still, I was just like, I guess this is realistic. Some parents just don't apologize to their kids. So yeah, whatever. The last episode had me crying at the gym at 6am this morning. Like (laughs) their relationship, I was just like, dang. This one hit close to home because I was like, wow. Like, I just love the fact that I'm not crazy because they showed stuff that I've actually experienced. And I was like, dang, that's really deep. I literally had to stab myself with a bottle cap. I felt the chemistry between Kimo Bin and Han Jimin, which is so like weird because like I just didn't think I would. And the fact that Shimina is also in this drama, like, dang, I actually want to watch something else with Kim Bin and Han Jimin paired up. Like, they're so beautiful together, guys. I can't believe I'm actually saying this. If you did start and you got discouraged to and you clicked out, I will say, in my opinion, it doesn't have a really strong opening in comparison to what the drama actually has to offer. I don't know why I associate romance with having a lot of intimate scenes, but... <laughs> We didn't have any really intimate scenes, but I still think the romance in this was good for the little romance that we had. Now, it might sound really boring. Like, really, do I want to sit and watch a group of people? Yes, you should. (laughs) Because it is really good. It is so good. It is relatable. Like, it's just like what happens in everyday life. I think I will consider this to be a slice of life. I learned so much. I got so much from watching it. Like, it is so good, guys. It is so good. You know what? I'm just going to read it right now. This says hands down a 10 out of 10 drama for me. Like, wow. <laughs> Keep in mind, once again, I went into it with low expectations and that's why I love it this way. Or maybe it's just really good. The point is, I don't want to hype it up too much in case you've watched it and you don't agree with me or in case you plan to watch it and you go into it and you're just like, what the heck? <laughs> Hi everyone, welcome or welcome back to another episode on this podcast. I'm your host, your Chingu, and I'm glad you tuned in. Hi. So on today's episode, we will be talking about another 2022 K-drama I have completed. Guys, I'm actually keeping my word this time. Like, I have been putting out content for y'all. Anyway, so yeah, we're talking about our blues, and one more time, it is our blues. O-U-R-B-L-U-E-S. Because <laughs> it sounds like I'm not saying our moves even though I am. Anyway, so um, I don't even know where to get started with this because I'm just in love with this drama. Like, I started watching on May 6th and I completed today, early in the morning. And today is June 22nd. Oof, so it took me way more than a month to complete it. Yeah, as I was saying, I really love this drama. Like, I don't even know what I'm going to title this because I'm tempted to call this the best 2022 K-drama I have watched. It's just like so good. To be honest, I think why I feel this way is because I honestly went into it with low expectations. (laughs) 
like even though i was super hyped for it like when i saw the cast lineup i was like dang like i even told you guys i literally just recorded one time to tell you guys how hyped i was for this drama so i think because of how hyped i was i was just like yeah let's not expect anything too great so i don't get disappointed but then it actually blew my mind like when i started i was actually discouraged from watching because like the first story was, was like oh my gosh i'm not sure i want to watch this but it turned out to be really good and now when i even think back i really appreciate the first story as well and why i'm saying story is because the method of storytelling in this drama is quite different from other dramas um so basically we have a group of people and each person has a story or it's usually in pairs of two people or more or two families i should say has a story and each episode is dedicated to showing the story if that makes any sense I feel like I just keep saying story, but I'm not making any sense. Um, so for this one, it's kind of hard to give a basic rundown of it because like I just explained, it is based on different stories. But the general like gist of Our Blues is basically a group of people that live in Jeju Island, if I'm not mistaken. I think there's a specific area that they live. It was like p-u-r-e-u-n-g because at the end they had like an athletics stuff and they were saying go purung purung however it is pronounced i'm <laughs> sorry <laughs> basically just about a group of people who live there and all of them or most of them are intertwined with each other like their stories are and whatnot okay so that is the general gist of it yeah, I'm going to try not to give away too much, but just a disclaimer, this episode will not be spoiler free. I just have to say, like, this drama is not what you think it is. Well, at least for me, it wasn't what I thought it was. Because if you guys remember, I did say <laughs> I thought it was going to be the recycled version <laughs> of Hometown Cha Cha Cha. Because that was the vibe I was getting. First of all, the setting it's like based on an island plus like Shimida is in it and it's interesting because like we don't have a main in this drama like everyone in the main cast like the main cast lineup everyone included has a story which is something I really appreciated like I think everyone got an equal amount of screen time I should say every important person yeah so as I was saying it wasn't what I thought it would be because I was getting discouraged like the color the music and the first few episodes i was just like what is going on it just wasn't my style or like it wasn't what i was looking for in the drama <laughs> it basically didn't seem like what i signed up for i just didn't enjoy the first story like i'm just gonna be honest <laughs> i didn't enjoy it when i first watched it okay okay i thought shimina and lee byung-hun were going to be the main cast that's what i expected and then i thought we'll just have like side couples or side stories just like how in hometown cha-cha-cha it is primarily based on kim sono and shimina's story but that wasn't what i was getting so in my head i'm like okay when are they going to start showing the main people so i kept waiting and because like i think the first two episodes are about Yunhui and hansu like the story i was just so confused <laughs> but then i actually appreciate it right now because Yunhui is played by I don't remember her name. I've watched this woman in a lot of things. Um, 
Oh my gosh. She was even in law school. Lee Jung-un, if I'm not mistaken. I'm going to confirm later on when I tell you guys the main people. But yeah. At first, like I told you, I wasn't appreciative of the story. But then I actually saw a pattern in all her relationships. Because she has another story with another character. And I was like, oh, wow. This is actually deeper than I thought it was. So yeah. But I'm just going to say. If you did start and you got discouraged to and you clicked out, I will say, in my opinion, it doesn't have a really strong opening in comparison to what the drama actually has to offer. I think it is way much better than what you see in the introduction of the drama. So if you did start and you dropped it, please pick it up again and complete it. It is definitely worth watching. Like, I'm so in love with this drama. I love every single thing about it. Like I told you, a solid 10 in my opinion. Okay, to answer the question, is our blues worth watching? Yes, it is worth watching. Right now, I'm going to give you guys a basic rundown of each story and the pairings that we had. So episode one was about Hansu and Eunhui. Eunhui is played by Lee Jung-un, like I said, and Hansu is played by Cha Sung-won. Guys, once again, this episode is not spoiler free. <laughs> so just be aware that I will be talking about everything. And basically the story is they were friends in high school. So the thing you have to know about this drama is like everyone on the island, they're like family and everyone knows everyone. They either went to school together or they're in a relationship right now or they're married or they're family, but like everyone knows everyone. And so Hansu basically lives in Seoul, if I'm not mistaken, or they say he lives on the mainland and he is based on the island and she owns a fish market. And basically, she's not married. She is apparently really rich, but she got rich from her fish business, basically. Basically, the comparison was you would expect Hansu, the one in Seoul, to be the really rich one in comparison to her. However, she's richer than most of her mates and most of the people she went to school with. But the thing is, everyone is always asking her for money, including her family. She had a crush on Hansu. They were kind of a thing when they were in high school because she was kind of an outcast. She was just really different. <laughs> and yeah, so they had a thing. And now Hansu comes back to Jeju. He got a job, if I'm not mistaken. But the thing is, he has a wife and he has a daughter who are in the States. His daughter plays golf and he doesn't have enough money to support her any longer. But he's trying to look for ways to support her. He's trying to borrow money from anyone he can. He goes back to the island and he basically tries to take advantage of the fact that he had feelings for him. So he can ask her for money, which is really wrong. Like, I was like, oh, hell no. Like, this dude even lied that he was separated from his wife and whatever. He basically led her on just so he could ask for money. And it was really heartbreaking when she found out. So, yeah, that was the story basically between them. He ends up leaving back to Seoul and his family comes back from the States because his daughter gives up playing golf. That was episode one. Actually, episode one, two, and three were dedicated to the story of Hansu and Eunhee. Now, episode four is Youngook and Jungjun. <laughs> oh my gosh, guys. Y'all know I watched this drama primarily for Kim Woo-bin. Like, I was hyped in general for the cast lineup, but I was mostly hyped to see Kim Woo-bin because I have not seen him in a hot minute. Okay, so anyway, Youngook and Jungjun. Jungjun is played by Kim Woo-bin. Youngook is played by Han Jimin. 
guys i told myself i was not going to ship them but dang like this is the first time they have proved me wrong like a couple i thought i wouldn't ship actually proved me wrong but the things i don't think i really shipped them i just felt the chemistry like they're so beautiful together as an on-screen couple damn anyway so the story between them is basically Yongook is kind of mysterious on the island she basically came from seoul she always has this person calling her like there are rumors going on around about her like does she have a man on the mainland does she have a kid who's always calling her she's telling lies blah 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 but jung jun likes her jung jun is a captain of a boat or a ship <laughs> whatever you call it and Yongook works as a hanyo if that's how you pronounce it they're basically a group of women who dive and basically pick out um like oysters and different types of food from the sea <laughs> seafood basically sorry guys my details are not really helping right now but yeah so they work together in a way and he likes her he pursues her but the thing is he is so confused i just really love kimo bin's character like he's so transparent and there's just this thing that he does he doesn't speak he just stares and i'm just like damn this man is hot but he's so honest with his feelings they're just so cute together guys i can't believe i'm actually saying this i low-key like almost shipped them together i didn't ship because i just can't ship kimo bin with anyone else but like they look so beautiful together like i actually want to watch something else with kimo bin and hanjimin paired up like they're so beautiful together guys i don't know how to say it because i feel like i'm not saying it enough but yeah anyway he finds out what makes her mysterious because you know everyone's saying like she's always lying about stuff she basically has this secret i'm not going to spoil it for you guys but yeah she has this huge secret he finds out everyone on the island ends up finding out it's just a really beautiful story it was so awkward though like every time there was this scene where kim Ubin and shimina were in the same screen like i was just like wow this must be so awkward imagine like acting with your spouse or your boyfriend or your fiance like i wonder if they're holding their laugh or like right after they say cut if they actually interact i really want to see interaction from kimubin and shimina i think right after i record this i'm going to watch behind the scenes of our blues and also if they went on any interviews because i literally want to see how they interact like they're so professional dang mad respect to both of them Anyway, so yeah, that is the general gist of the story of Yonggook and Jungjoon. So that was for episode 4. Episode 5 was Yongju and Hyun. Oh my gosh, they are the cutest guys. Oh my lord. <laughs> I ship this couple so hard. They are basically a teen couple. And I really appreciate the story because I don't think I've watched any drama like this about teen pregnancy. <sighs> spoiler guys spoiler spoiler alert she ends up being pregnant their fathers hate each other so there's this whole conflict like they want to keep the baby but their fathers hate each other <laughs> so it's going to be really hard to convince their dads to accept their relationship and the baby they end up getting married they're just so cute like hyun is amazing i think men need to learn from this dude he dropped out of school he said he was going to take the ged like after some time but she was still going to school she says she's not gonna give up on college just because she's pregnant like dang i really admired their relationship like he worked hard he took on many part-time jobs just to take care of her 
they're so cute together she was like no matter what let's not apologize no matter what our dads say like let's not apologize because if we apologize we're going to call our kid a mistake and our kid is not a mistake blah 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 it's so cute it's so cute they're so cute together they are so cute together there's not really much to say about them because their story is also intertwined with their father's story because i told you their fathers hate each other and we basically have to watch why their fathers hate each other because they were best friends in the past so that was for episode five now episode six is dongsuk and sana which is shimina and lee byunghun um basically her story is that she lives in seoul she doesn't live on the island but she used to live on the island when she was still in high school if i'm not mistaken they had something going on they were not official but they both liked each other (sighs) they both have traumatic (laughs) experiences from their family so they were actually closer than people thought and he really liked her but the story now is she lives in Seoul, she has a kid, and she has a husband. And I really love her story because she has depression. That is something she's dealing with. And I have to give them credit for actually portraying what depression might look like for some people. Because I think they did a pretty good job. But yeah, so she has depression. And then she ends up going through a divorce because her husband doesn't want to deal with her anymore. Now she really wants custody of her child. But she loses custody of her kid. She goes on the island. She falls into the ocean or the river. But the thing is, she says it was a mistake. But everyone knows that she tried to kill herself. Now, Lee Byung-hun, <laughs> they have a kind of love-hate relationship. Because there was a flashback scene of seven years ago. They met up and he thought they still have feelings for each other and he kissed her but her reaction was really bad and she was just like take me home like i'm leaving kind of thing so she basically didn't like him anymore she wasn't even in a relationship she had broken up with her ex-husband who was her boyfriend then but they ended up getting back together and getting married so anyway they have this love-hate relationship they end up getting intertwined again he helps her because he still likes her And also, I told you she doesn't have custody of her kid, so that becomes an issue. It was sad, but it was beautiful. And I told you, it's a love-hate relationship. So, that was what episode 6 was about. We have more drama related to Lee Byung-hun's character because of him and his mom. And we actually have 3 episodes that are dedicated to his own story. By the way, this has 20 episodes. So, yeah. Episode 7 is about Ingwon and Hushik which are the two dads of the teen couple, basically. Ingwon is Hyun's dad, and Hoshik is Jungju's... Is her name Jungju? Youngju, Youngju, Youngju's dad. Ingwon used to be a gang member, <laughs> and Hoshik used to gamble his life away. I think in this episode, actually, it's still based on Youngju and Hyun more than the parents. I'm not sure if this is where they showed us the backstory, But I told you guys that they don't really like each other anymore. And everyone's trying to find out why they're kind of enemies. Because they used to be really close in the past. And this is going to be a spoiler guys. But we basically watched that Hoshik was really bad at gambling. And he would always go to Ingwon to ask for money. And this one time he had spent all his money gambling. And he went home and he realized that his wife had left him. And Youngju was starving. She hadn't had anything to eat yet. So he took Youngju with him and he went to find Ingwon and he told Ingwon, please, I need money. My daughter is starving. Look at her over there. 
Now, Ingwan thought he was lying. Like, he thought he was just trying to ask him for money to gamble. So, Ingwan told him, wow, I can't believe you're using your daughter now. Basically, just something as simple as that. Like, just that one line is what ruined their relationship because Hoshik was like, that was the lowest point of his life. And for Ingwan to actually not believe him was kind of messed up. And like what he said, like using his daughter to make money was just like really bad. So he threw the money on the floor and he went to ask he for money. And remember, everyone is friends with everyone. So Enhi, Ingwan, Hansu, Hoshig, Miran, Myungbo, a lot of different people, they were all high school friends. And that will all come into play later on. But yeah, so that was episode 7 and episode 8. And also I think it's in these two episodes that the two teenagers tell their dads <laughs> that they're pregnant. <laughs> and we basically watch how it goes down. Ingwan beats the hell out of his son. Like, oh my gosh. I was just like, this is abuse. Like, this is borderline abuse. <laughs> it's not even borderline. It was abuse. And then Hoshik, it was so sad. Like, he cherishes his daughter so much. And also the fact that she was pregnant, he couldn't, like, really hit her or yell. So he was slapping himself. That scene actually broke my heart. It was so depressing to watch. Like, he was hitting himself. And then both of the dads wanted them to get rid of the baby, like, to abort it. But she was six months pregnant already. And it was just all complicated. Plus, they wanted to keep the child. At first, she didn't want to keep the child. But it's just so precious. Like, I really, really love this story. I really love it. Like, this story was what hooked me, actually. No, actually, I think I was getting hooked by the time I got to Kim Ubin and Han Jimin's story. But the thing is, Han Jimin was actually irritating in the beginning. I just didn't understand her character. And for that reason, it was kind of frustrating to watch her. Plus, all the rumors that were going on about her. I was just like, what the heck is this character? But when I saw the teen couple, like, they had shown the conflict or, like, the bad relationship between the two dads. And then the teenagers they came out of their apartments one of them lives on top of the other and no i think so hyun lives at the bottom because he ran up the stairs to meet her and then he kissed her and i was like oh wow because in public they don't have any interaction at all like no one even knows that they're friends even at school so it was kind of interesting to hear that she was pregnant for him because i was like what but yeah that was what hooked me and that's why i kept watching but guys even the first three episodes are still good trust me like now that i have completed it i think it was still good so yeah Episode 7, episode 8 were about those two families. Episode 9 was about Dunsuk and Sana again. And so was episode 10 and episode 11. But episode 11 had Yeonggook and Jungjun again. And then episode 12 was about Miran and Yunhee. Miran is played by Om Jonghwa. Yeah. So we have Om Jonghwa and she and Yunhee are basically best friends. They have been best friends since high school. However, this is so realistic. Like, their relationship, I was just like, dang, this one hit close to home. Because I was like, wow. Like, I just love the fact that I'm not crazy. Because they showed stuff that I've actually experienced. And I was like, dang, that's really deep. I literally had to stab myself with a bottle cap to distract myself from crying. Because it was just hitting really differently. Like, I felt so angry. I felt sad. And it's interesting because, like, each episode is titled based on the pairing or the story. So when I saw their names, I was like, I don't think I'm really going to enjoy this. But I think this actually became one of my favorite stories. And basically, and he, I told you, she has a fish market. She's not married. She lives on the island. And then we have Miran. 
Marin has been married three times. She has a daughter who lives in France with her first husband and her first husband is remarried. Anyway, Miran comes to visit. She's supposed to go visit her daughter, blah, blah, blah. I don't want to spoil it, but she comes to Jeju Island instead. And the thing is, and he, everyone is like bugging her. Like, when is Miran coming? You're Miran's slave. Go help her out. Like you always do, blah, blah, blah. So the basic point of this story is like misunderstandings that are never resolved just sits there. Basically, and he keeps acting the same way she has been acting. She does everything for Miran and blah, blah, blah. But she feels hurt because something happened between them that she never confronted Miran about. And she's really hurt about it. And she keeps those feelings. So what she's showing, she's putting on a show, basically. She doesn't really think Miran is her best friend anymore. And she doesn't really love her as she claims to love her. Like, she feels really angry at her. Like, she calls her the B-word. She calls her two-faced B-word. Their relationship was so complicated. And and he always writes in her diary. Miran ends up reading her diary. Now she knows in his true feelings about her. And it all goes down. <laughs> we have slapping. We have crying. So many things are involved. And Miran leaves. But then I really love that and he goes and she meets up with her and they reconcile and it's just so beautiful. I didn't want to go into the details with this story because I think everyone should watch it. It's really good and I really appreciate that story. So yeah, that was what episode 12 was about. Episode 13 was also about their story. Episode 14 was about Jungkook and Jungjoon and the biggest secret that Jungkook has. It's a person. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. So we basically watched that, The Secret comes on the island and blah 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 that was what episode 14 and 15 were about episode 16 is about chunhee and ingi which is a grandma and her granddaughter so like i told you everyone is involved in everyone's life her story is that all of her sons and her husband are dead she has one more son who's alive he is married and they have a daughter but the grandma she actually works as one of the hanyos once again i don't know how to pronounce it <laughs> yeah she basically works as one of those like the people who dive into the sea to pick up all the seafood that they can get basically but her son her only living son he works as a truck driver i don't really remember what his job was but he works as a truck driver one time he ends up getting into an accident and he is hospitalized he's actually in a coma i think his wife doesn't want to tell the grandma because like she's basically lost everyone who's around her and her only hope was Mansu, which is her son and the fact that now he's almost like dead she didn't want to cause any more heartbreaks so she just goes and she drops off her daughter with the grandma she's like i'll be back in two weeks to pick her up i'm just really busy and Mansu is really busy with work so basically in episode 16 and episode 17 we watched the story of the grandma and her daughter the grandma finds out the truth and then we have drama about that and blah 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 yeah so that was episode 16 and 17 now the last three episodes were dedicated to okdong and dongseok remember dongseok is played by lee byunghun and he has a story with shimina's character but this story is about him and his mom and they basically have a really bad relationship. He doesn't even call her mom. He is really angry. He has pent up anger from his childhood and how she treated him, which I was so confused. I was just like, she better have a valid reason for everything that she did to him. And even like towards the end, I think I kind of just brushed it off because I don't think he got the 
apology that he deserved but still i was just like i guess this is realistic some parents just don't apologize to their kids so yeah whatever but i really appreciated watching this story as well because it was so realistic like i always say if you're gonna have a kid have a kid and don't mistreat your kid or don't have a kid at all because you're just going to cause a lot of trauma and depression and anxiety and a lot of anger for that kid <laughs> so yeah please don't have children if you're not sane enough and if you're not capable and able enough to have a kid and to take care of the kid without causing a lot of traumatic experiences for that kid thank you very much but anyway so those were what the last three episodes were about i don't want to spoil anything about this story because it's really really like deep but i'm just gonna say i cried a lot i cried a lot for their story and i really appreciate it so yeah i just told you what each episode was technically about um i'm going to read the plot synopsis and then i will tell you guys a couple of things that i wanted to mention or should i do that first okay i think i'll do that first apparently lee byung hun and shmina have been paired up multiple times together so i'm pretty sure people who stand that couple were excited to see them again in this they had a kissing but it wasn't really anything at all because i told you they had a complicated relationship and the first kissing was a flashback scene and the next one she needed something to distract her and he thought that was what she meant <laughs> but it was so sad because she was crying and he was angry and it was just like what is going on but yeah we don't have a lot of romance in this i think the romance that we have is heavily centered on Kim Bin and Han Jimin's story and also the teenagers but still we don't have anything too romantic about both couples like it's just really cute to me actually yeah i think i would say it's romantic i don't know why i associate romance with having a lot of intimate scenes but yeah we didn't have that many we didn't have any to be honest <laughs> we didn't have any really intimate scenes but i still think the romance in this was good for the little romance that we had and guys oh my gosh i love the ost called with you by ha Gun and jimin it is so beautiful. I have overplayed the song. Like I've had it on repeat and on loop for like more than a month. Like ever since I heard the song in the drama, I was like, dang. And first of all, I recognized Jimin's voice and I was like, wow, check it out. It's called With You. It's really, really good. I feel like it's going to be my song of the year on Spotify at the end of the year because <laughs> of how many times I've replayed it. But yeah, it's just really good. I think one thing I really appreciate about this drama is how realistic it is. Like, even for Lee Byung-hun's story, a lot of things cause resentment. And we also see that in Ingwon and ho story. Like, words, literally, just a sentence caused a lot of conflict and a lot of drama between them. And yeah, same thing with Inhi and Miran's story. There was a lot of things that were pent up inside Inhi. Like she was holding in a lot of resentment. Like something she could have just talked about. And they ended up talking about it. I was just like, why didn't you do this before? But that's what happens in real life. Sometimes we don't confront the situation. We just keep it in. And then at the end of the day, we have this outburst that shouldn't happen. Just because we kept it in for so long. That's exactly what happened in their story. <sighs> it was so sad though i feel like all in his relationships were just like 
really depressing but really realistic the one she had with hansu and the one she had with miran i think everyone can learn from that like just be careful of what you say and stop hurting people <laughs> look at me calling y'all out i'm actually calling myself out too like let's just try not to hurt people with what we say or what we do or what we don't say or what we don't do like in the case of lee byung hun and his mom like he just really wanted to be loved and he didn't understand why she was treating him the way she was treating him and she never explained herself i think that's just the one thing that's really putting me off here but again their story is so beautiful i don't want to spoil it but it is so beautiful like the last episode literally the last episode had me crying at the gym at 6 a.m this morning like <laughs> I had a roller coaster of emotions watching this drama. It's just so thought provoking. Like, dang, it's so deep. I really love it. And then one thing I also appreciated that they showed was Shimina. And I low-key feel like she was obsessed with her son. And she felt like she couldn't live without him. Like her life was just basically about her kid. She actually almost hurt the kid because she was trying to like get him out of his dad's hands and she pulled his arm too hard, I think. So I really, really appreciated the one time she said, I'll comfort him when he is the one who can't live without me and not the other way around. Cause she literally said she can't live without him. Like when they were going through the trial, they asked her, why do you want to be the one to raise him? Like when she went in custody of him and she's like, cause I can't live without him. I feel like if she had taken her kid from the dad with that mentality, she would have ruined everything because she was obsessed with him. This reminds me of Go Ahead and Song Long's illness, basically. He was also obsessed with Jan Jong because he thought she was his everything. Like, she was the only one who could get him out of what he was feeling. And so because of that, he was really, really obsessed with her. And oh my gosh, one thing I really love that they showed they also have a friend called Myungbo. He was like more of a side character, not really a main. He's also on the island. He actually worked in a bank that Hansu was transferred to on the island. His own story was like a mini story and the story was that his wife abuses him. I really love that they showed this because usually we would think like only men can abuse their spouse. Like women are the only victims of domestic abuse and violence. But I love the fact that they showed the other way here and it was his wife who actually abuses him because she's just like super jealous and super paranoid like he can't talk to other women he can't look at other women she gets really mad dang and she actually hurts him and like all their response was the same they were like really how can she abuse him like seriously so he can't just take a slap from a woman like they were saying stuff like that and i feel like that's what society says but i i actually believe that a woman can abuse a man and that shouldn't be i don't tolerate any form of domestic abuse guys yeah i'm not gonna get into it because <laughs> yeah and another mini story that we had was kijun and bioli oh my gosh they're so cute they are so cute i don't think i've seen any of the actors kijun is played by big Sundo and Bialy is played by Lee Subio. So Bialy plays the sister of Dali. <laughs> they're so cute. Dali also works as the Hanyo. Basically, they're the fishing group, I should say. And Bialy is deaf. I think she's deaf in one ear because she pointed at only one ear. And she can actually speak. She can speak, but it's obviously not fluent or like it doesn't sound as coherent as someone who doesn't have a disability, basically. So she's deaf. And then Kijun is Jung Jun's brother. Remember, Jung Jun is played by Kim Bin. And he also helps his brother on the boat slash the ship, whatever Kim Bin rides. 
do you ride a ship or do you drive a ship whatever you understand what i mean and it was so cute because everyone thought that kijun liked dali which is the other hanyo i think it's hanyo how do i say it i'm actually curious hanyo hanyo basically they're called the female divers but anyway so everyone thought he liked dali but he actually liked bioli oh, they were so cute they were so cute bro he was trying to like get her and pursue her and she was just like it's like she didn't like him she just didn't like people who worked in the fishing group because her sister did and i think it's a really dangerous job and so that was why she didn't want to accept his feelings but it was so cute like every time he told her that he liked her and even when he was telling her why he liked her it was just so precious i really shipped them like even the little parts of the both of them i shipped them really hard um yeah there's this one precious saying that i really really appreciated basically something happens and it's just like everyone was just working together to help the granddaughter see a hundred moons that's all i'm going to say but yeah i really found it really really precious and i just love how everyone on the island they're like family members they're always there for each other <sighs> they're so precious bro this drama is so good i mean i guess even though like dong Sok's mom even though she really didn't apologize there was a time she defended him and he basically showed how she felt so i think it was more of a guilt a guilty conscience that she had that was why she didn't feel worthy enough to apologize or she just couldn't bring herself to apologize because she felt like trash and i think she even told him she's just like i'm insane so i don't even expect anything from me since i'm insane but yeah i just i just wish she clarified it but then again this is actually realistic so i'm not complaining and something that actually provoked me or irritated me was so dong Suk always got bullied by his stepbrothers but they would just beat him up for nothing and this fool in the future tells him well we were all kids and we were all suffering i'm like uh sir that does not give you an excuse to bully someone but yeah that actually irritated me Anyway, so I would say this drama is a solid 10 in my opinion. It is definitely a favorite drama right now. I really love at the end, they wrote like a sentence or two. It basically said, remember, we weren't born to suffer or live a miserable life, but we should live happily. And then it said, thanks for watching. That was so precious. This drama is so good, guys. Give it a shot. Like, trust me, if you started and you feel like this drama is not that great, I also felt that way. But now I'm tempted to call it the best 2022 K-drama. Like, it is that good. It is almost a masterpiece. I just don't want to call it one. Because I think Summer One Day is a masterpiece. And I want to reserve that term for it. But like I said, exactly this same sentence in another episode. But whatever. Anyway, so I think that's all I wanted to talk about about this drama. I just wasn't expecting it to be this good, to be honest. And it blew my mind. It really did. It really blew my mind. Okay, I'm going to read the plot synopsis to wrap up this episode. So, Our Blues is a 2022 drama, like I said. It has 20 episodes. It literally finished airing June 12th. So, I'm actually not that late. Nice. So, I completed it 10 days after it stopped airing. That's not bad. Not bad at all. Um, Here is the plot synopsis by the Asian Wiki staff. Our Blues follows a group of people on Jeju Island. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I told you it's hard to give a basic rundown of this. But anyway, Lee Dong Suk, played by Lee Byung Hun, was born in a small village on Jeju Island. He now sells stuff from his truck on the island. He is not a sophisticated man. He then gets involved with Min Sana, played by Shimina, who has just moved to Jeju. 
she has her own story which nobody knows i actually don't agree with that because she doesn't move to jeju island she just goes for a couple of days but anyway Choi hansu played by cha sung won was born and raised on jeju island but he moved away to the mainland he has now returned to his hometown he is a perfect city man he meets his first love jong and he played by lee jong un she runs a fishing store on the island she is friends with komi ran played by um jong hwa komi ran has returned to her hometown in jeju because she got tired of the tough city life the heck who wrote this that is also not true she actually returned just to visit and because her daughter didn't want to go on the trip with her anymore i don't think she lived a tough life i think she owned the a massaging business i don't know what you call it <laughs> sorry guys <laughs> anyway lee young played by han jimin who moved to jeju island has been a hanyo aka female diver for the past year she's a bright person but many rumors follow her around she meets park jong jun played by kim Min, who is a fishing boat captain so i guess it is a boat <laughs> he is a man with a warm heart and he is looking for a woman who will not leave jeju he falls in love with lee young Okay, that's not bad. I just think there are some inaccurate statements in this plot synopsis, but I think <laughs> it's way better than my memory at this point. So yeah, we'll take it. So that's what the plot synopsis is. Thank you, Asian Wiki. I'm going to tell you guys the main people. So we have Lee Byung Hun played by Lee Dong Suk. I feel like I keep saying his name wrong. I don't know if it's Lee Byung Hun or Lee Byung Hun. Anyway, we have Shimina who plays Min Sana. Han Jimin plays Lee Young-ho, Kim Woo-bin plays Park Jong-ju, Ko Do-shin plays Hyun Chun-hee, which is one of the grandmas. Um, Choi Hye-jung plays Dali, Big Sung-do plays Park Ki-jun, Kim Hye-ja plays Kang Go-dok, Lee Jong-un plays Jong Jun-hee, Park Ji-hwan plays Jong Yin-kwan, Choi Young-jun plays Bang Ho-sik, Lee So-byo plays Byo-li, <sighs> I'm tired, <laughs> Ro Yoon-so plays Bang Young-ju, Bae Hyung Sung plays Jung Hyun. Um, I'm tired, guys. I am tired, but I think Cha Sung Won and Om Jung Hwa are the last two important people-ish. So, yeah, he plays Choi Hansu and she plays Komi Ran. And also, the dude from Bad and Crazy, like the villain, <laughs> he plays Shimina's ex-husband here, which is quite interesting. I think he plays a character called Kim Tae-hoon, which is interesting because... <laughs> I just like why does he have to be trash actually he wasn't really trashy he just didn't want to deal with her but anyway yeah i think those are all the people i'm going to call we have more important people honestly i really want to talk about this character but it is a huge spoiler but i'm just gonna say she's called jung and hey i really love that they included her in this when you watch it you're gonna know she plays um lee young hui yeah look forward to that character i really love that they included her anyway that's all i have for this episode guys thank you so much for listening and tuning in i'm so glad that you did if you like content like this and if you don't mind please check out previous episodes and come back for more and new content Alrighty, righty it's just so weird that i actually felt the chemistry we didn't get a kissing though which i'm happy about because i don't know i just love the fact that we didn't get a kissing from kim Ubin and hanjimid i just yeah i just really ship kim Ubin and shimina together i don't want to see them with anyone else <laughs> so yeah i was kind of happy about that but the fact that we didn't get a kissing but i felt the chemistry like dang they're such good actors and actresses like wow wow like hi guys
Welcome or welcome back to another episode on this podcast. I'm your host, your chingo, and I go, what? <laughs> okay, let's try that again. I'm going to try not to get too excited because the last episode I recorded was tomorrow and I was screaming on that episode. <laughs> anyway, I was crying, but then I, I actually started smiling and I couldn't stop smiling. Like, I looked like an idiot, guys. I went from crying to laughing to smiling. I was just like, dang, I had a whole roller coaster of emotions, like, watching this drama. It's just so... <laughs> That's interesting. She uses her, kind of her real name. Anyway, so Lisa Biel, Lisa Biel, I should say. Anyway, so I think for this case, I'm going to read the plot synopsis right now. Actually, should I do that? Because I want to tell you guys what each story was about. Actually, just a general basic rundown of what each story was about. I'm not going to, because if I'm talk because if I'm telling you guys about the stories, I might mention something that they show that at the end. Because one thing about this is some stories are not in chronological order. Or the way I will tell you is not in chronological order. Because I've watched the entire thing. But as they showed it, they were skipping around. So like episode one could be about Inhui and Hansu. And then episode two would be about Kim Woo-bin and um, Han Jimin. And then we keep going back and forth of everyone's story. But because I've watched the entire thing, whatever I say might be like, I'm just going to give you a general recap of it. So I might tell you something that they showed at the end, which is like a huge spoiler. So yeah, this episode will not be spoiler free. <laughs> I feel like I'm talking so much on this episode for things that I could just say in one sentence, guys. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Plus all the rumors that were going on around plus all the rumors that were going on around about her so i wasn't really feeling like i was interested for kim Bin and i was interested for their relationship but i still wasn't hooked what is this dude from um hwang yugi from korean odyssey why am i forgetting names on this episode the heck it's played by cha sung won so I was just like, oh my gosh, my baby. Like right from the first scene that they showed him, I was just like, damn, this dude is hot. And also, even though an episode is dedicated to a story, we just don't, we don't only, we don't only watch like just those two people. Like everything's still going on as normal on the island. So we watch everyone's lives, but just, it's just, but it's just that it will be heavily focused on the story. So I told you guys that I stopped taking notes. <laughs> so I didn't take notes for this drama either. <laughs> so I'm going to see how this is going to turn out to be. I think I did pretty good in tomorrow. And the fact that I told you guys each case that happened into that was shown in tomorrow and I didn't take notes. I'm actually proud of myself. Yeah, let's give a round of applause, please. Because y'all know, like, <laughs> y'all know how my memory is. But I was able to get through that episode and it was over an hour. So yeah, kind of proud of myself for that. Chun-hee, and Chun-hee and... But yeah, that is the basic story of... But yeah, that's like the general story of... Lee Myung Hyun and Chibina's story. Once again, if I 
And I do apologize because I'm saying story so often, general, basic, just story. <laughs> I'm so sorry, you guys. <laughs> but yeah, to Okdong and Dongsok. Oof. Now, the last three episodes were dedicated. Now, I told you guys that I was actually excited to watch for Um Jong Ha. I hope I'm saying her name right. I know this. We have Um Jong. We have Young Um Jong Hwa. What? I don't know why I like her a lot, but I actually do. And they didn't show her for a long time. And I was just like, did she get kicked out of the cast? Or like, I was just so confused. But I think the first time they actually showed her was in episode 10. She was on a phone call with Inhee. I think I would say Inhee is, she is technically a center in this drama. Because she was involved in almost every episode. Yeah. But anyway, so uh, episode 12 is about Miran and Inhee. Now, episode 14 was about Youngju and Jungjun. And also the biggest secret that Yeonok... What did I just say? What? Episode 14 was about... They were just really cute together. They would play at the... Like, their interaction. There was little interaction in public of the both of them when they were kids. Or when they were or when they were younger. But then... I'm going to see if he is a... If he is in a K-pop group. Oh, wow. He's been in What's Wrong Sector Kim. I don't remember seeing him. But he's just really good. I really love the the character. So mature. So mature. Youngook had Youngook and Jungkook. And what? Jungkook <laughs> had both of them, their wives. I think either Hyun's mom is dead, but I know for a fact that Hoshik's wife. So Youngju's mom left her with him because she couldn't deal with it anymore i don't remember what happened to hyun's mom if she died or if she abandoned him as well oh no no, no. she actually left too because there was a scene where they became this whole drama and the two were going at it like the father and the son but anyway i was actually happy to see that the mom from tomorrow the mom the pregnant mom and the person who played ryongu's mom from tomorrow was actually here she played the daughter-in-law of chunhee remember chunhee is it chunhee or chunhee i'm sorry but the grandma she had a story with her granddaughter and basically the mom of the granddaughter was played by the mom from tomorrow um yeah there's this from there was she was his safe haven and y'all remember that one scene where she finally realizes that he's actually sick like they're walking i think he got really upset because he got really jealous. I, I don't even remember what happened, but there's just this one scene. They were walking and she finally realized and then she hugged him because she was just like, dang, like, I'm so sorry. I didn't know you were going through this. Like, but yeah, it was the, the same way he felt about Seven's character. I think that's the same way she may not feel about her son in this drama. And I think that's really realistic. This is so random, but like, I was so over. But like, I told you guys after I watched Tomorrow, I didn't want to watch any heavy content anymore and i was looking for a c drama and basically i saw this drama with zoe tong who is my favorite c actress and i decided to watch it and basically it's about suicide again and i was just like really so i'm just i put it on hold it's so good though like i've just watched the first episode and i think it's really good but i've put it on hold and i'm gonna continue after i have gotten over tomorrow because yeah tomorrow was quit was pretty intense for me okay guys so a few edits that I wanted to add, I think instead of saying tomorrow was about suicide, I should have said suicide prevention because that's technically what the risk management team does. 
but I just kept saying it's primarily based on suicide. It's actually suicide prevention. And, um, oh my gosh, I am so hyped. I just saw this drama called Marriage and Desires. It has Kimi-san, but the person I'm actually excited for is Yujin. Like, y'all know that I really love Jong Yujin. She is one of my favorite actresses. Like, she was actually on my favorite actress list <laughs> when I made that episode. So, yeah, I really, really like her. I'm low-key tired of seeing the same trope and the genre and basically the vibe I'm getting from it. However, I think I'm going to watch it because I'm pretty excited. I think Jong Yujin actually plays a B word in it, but still, I'm going to watch it when I'm watching it for her. And this is random and trivial, but Jang Nara is getting married or she has gotten married already. And also, I didn't mention it, but Lee Hani is also married and she actually is pregnant. So I'm so happy. Hope she has a safe delivery. And Park Shin Hye has had her kid. I'm so excited. I just really hope Park Shin Hye and Choi Tae Chun stay together for a long time or forever i should say because i hate it don't get married and get divorced please your kid or your kids you're just going to create issues for them thank you very much you know what i should stop because <laughs> i can't understand like you get married and y'all see it's not gonna work out i'm just saying please like try not to get married in the first place if <laughs> okay i'm just gonna shut up <laughs> So this is actually pretty important-ish. I think I'm going to drop Green Mother's Club. If I do complete it, I will put out content for it. And also, I think I want to go on hiatus. But it's not official. It's just like an unofficial hiatus for K-drama content. Basically, I want a breather in July. So I don't know if I'll be able to get out content. Basically, I just want to give you guys a heads up right now in case it happens. So I'm not sure that for sure I'm not going to put out content. I'm just saying if it happens that I don't put out content in July, it's because I do want to take a break <laughs> from watching K-dramas and from having to record or from watching K-dramas at the pace that I have to watch it. I mean, technically, I, I'm actually not as fast as I thought I would be, but still. The point is, I just, I want to breathe there. And if I happen to take a break, then I will try to get out content. I don't know. I'll try to get out random content. If I'm not able to do that, then if you don't see any content from me in July, just bear in mind that I do want to break. But if I'm able to actually put out content, then that would be good. Um, I think I'm going to try watching my liberation notes. Guys, I actually gave 39 an attempt, but I still think I'm going to drop it. Y'all know I was excited for it, but then I read reviews and I wasn't excited anymore. But anyway, I try to watch it. I watched the first episodes, but I'm still not feeling it. So I think I'm going to drop it. And I <laughs> I also want to complete as okay to not be okay. <laughs> if I complete it, I will put out content because I think it will be funny to talk about it two years after. <laughs> And I'm actually sad. The drama that Jung Min is in with Lee Jae-wook, I think it's actually a historical drama or it's a type of genre that I don't watch. So I'm pretty sad because I really wanted to watch it. But yeah, I don't think I'm going to watch anymore. Anyway, Art Blues had me smiling like a fool, guys. It is so worth watching. Definitely check it out. I hope I didn't forget anything else I wanted to say. Anyway, peace.
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.